Welcome back to the Desert Springs Church podcast. It exists to supplement the ministry and growth of the body here at Desert Springs Church. I'm Drew. I'm here with Chase, and we're going to talk about the live stream. So we've had a live stream going uh, since COVID, and we've decided to discontinue the live stream. Uh, and we've had some questions come up. We've made a couple of announcements, but we thought we'd take some more time to discuss uh, some some variables in the equation for why we had a live stream, uh, who's it for, who, who it was for, and then why we are uh, going away from having a live stream of the Sunday morning gatherings and any other gathering right. that we have. Uh, so Chase, get us started with uh, why did we start doing a live stream to begin with? Yeah, let's travel back in time to, it still feels like we're in the year 2020. Take in us back ways. to March. March 2020. 2020. Well, let's go back to February 2020 and what our church had been doing as far as recording and yeah. technology. Um, it was our, our practice to record a video of the Sunday sermon mm-hmm. and then post that onto YouTube, which is a video platform online yep. um, later in the week. I think it was Monday that it I would think, go up. I think most people know what YouTube is. Yes. Uh, YouTube is a website. <laughs> that <laughs> YouTube.com. Is that how I get there? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> hey, I never know who's There's listening. videos on the internet. That's right. Uh, yeah. So we, we would post the video on YouTube. We would also uh, post audio of the sermon um, in the afternoon on our podcast feed, but yeah. uh, we were not live streaming. Even before we had a podcast. Before, yeah, there was no, that was, there was no, nothing like this. The DSC podcast was just, just sermon links. And lessons yeah. and things like that. So so we were not offering a live stream until March 2020 yeah. when uh, there was all kinds of confusion and chaos about uh, the pandemic. The government mm-hmm. imposed some restrictions that basically meant it was it was like five of us that could yep. participate in person in yep. the service. Um, and yeah, we were just scrambling to come up with how do we keep our church fed uh, with the Word of God? How do we keep some semblance of our um, covenant identity with one another together? And we landed on the option, which most churches did, of mm-hmm. providing a live stream of our service. And even before that, we just recorded it. We'd pre-recorded on like Fridays. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Come yeah. here on a Friday oh, and pretend man. like it was a, a gathering. That was so awful. And sing and preach to cameras. And then we'd post that on Sunday mornings. That's right. And yeah. then all of us were gathering, even you and I were gathering in our homes with, with our, our families, with just our families on a Sunday them. morning yeah. um, to just hear the word of God preached, right. to sing together. It was basically a, a home uh, worship, like a family worship resource. Yeah, right. Like a devotional almost. Yeah. Uh, that it was like, okay, gather your family together. Here's some... Yeah. you know, uh, study in the word and some songs yeah. and things. So, um, and we were very clear with that whole process that this is not church. We tried to be, this is a, a, uh, facsimile of some of the things that we do when we gather together as a church. But I think our theology on the church got even more defined that the church is, I mean, the word ecclesia means a gathering of believers yeah. together in person. Um, and yeah, the, the Bible very early on says it's, the Sunday gathering, the, the you know, the, the day that day. the Lord was yep. raised from the dead, it just kind of perpetuated. So, um, yeah, so we started offering the live stream, and, it, and we should be grateful that we had that technology. We should be very, very grateful for Chris and Chris Memo, and Memo who, yep. yeah, helped us um, put that all together on really short notice. And yep. um, I think it was, yeah, all things considered, when none of us knew how to do church in the midst of a pandemic, I think it was a helpful resource to be able yeah. to put it up online. Uh, when we did, but we also knew that that was it was temporary. Temporary. We it was always uh, 
a temporary provision for extraordinary circumstances. Right. Um, and those extraordinary circumstances have changed. Yeah, they have. And um, we've known that this was coming. We've talked about, uh, you know, I think some of our uh, hesitation or delay has just been, especially the way 2021 went, um, when we kind of thought, oh, we're, we're coming out of this. COVID's over. Oh, no, COVID's not over. And there's restrictions back again and changes. And so yeah. we just wanted to be really, really clear uh, or as certain as you can be about something like this that yeah. – we're not going to get jerked back. We wanted to try and stay as consistent and stable as we could, but yeah, we didn't want to shut it off and then be yeah. forced to sh- turn it back on in a couple of weeks. Yeah, some yeah. weird variant comes up that three weeks later we're having to, you know, all go back. Or more to more restrictions that. that we'd have to deal with. Yeah. Right, right. So, Lord willing, that's not going to happen. And, and yeah. if it does, we'll have yeah. to I believe that's in the rearview mirror. Right. So that was where we really started as elders talking about. Okay, we need to uh, mm-hmm. go go back to, to really say this was a temporary thing. We need to go back to how we were doing it before. And I think even more that um, we as elders have been seeing some some not great fruit being yeah. born out negative, of the offering. Negative side year. effects. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, it's not just a... Yeah, we said it was temporary. We're going to go back to the way it was because we, but no, this is this is starting to hurt our church, um, and and so we, out of care for the sheep of our flock, we want to go back to, right? Because even throughout twenty twenty one and and this year, uh, the live stream, um, when we when we had the ability to gather in person, um, even without restrictions, mm-hmm. um, the live stream continued, um, but it was it was primarily for for shut ins. Right, people who, and then people with legitimate health concerns right. about gathering in in a space with a lot of people. Which, with COVID, especially before vaccines, I mean, that was a very legitimate concern. Yeah, that a and lot it was of people... very sensitive for a lot of people, and people felt very differently about it. Right, and we wanted to uh, be as accommodating as as we could in that time. Yeah, which again, I'm grateful for that opportunity that we had. That, but uh, the reality is, we're we're past that. Yeah, we. I mean, yeah. if if you've wanted to get vaccinated to protect yeah. yourself. You that can, option has you can protect yourself more than available for you. Um, we know a lot more about this disease and who is really susceptible to it. What are the actual dangers mm-hmm. involved in this and how do we minimize those? I think we're all really, really yeah. clear on that. So of course, as elders, we wouldn't be asking our church to do anything that we thought put anyone in uh, an serious un- danger. In serious danger. Yeah. And so we're, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And we certainly don't think that ending the live stream encourages someone to take a risk that right. they shouldn't take. Um, so, yeah, it's this is right. This is the next step. But while we were continuing to offer that, I think it was easy for uh, people in our church who um, did not have those legitimate reasons for staying home. It did just make it easier for them to make the wrong decision when it came to should okay. I gather together. So then that gives us to the next question. Yeah, why are we stopping? Yeah, you know, we we've mentioned the benefits. It was nice to have during COVID and and even even beyond uh, for people to have uh, access to uh, to the gathering mm-hmm. uh, online. Uh, so why why discontinue it? We've we've talked about some negative side effects. What what are those, and why would we stop? Yeah, well, I mean, apart from just doctrinally, uh, it's gathering together, and so yeah. providing something that seems like an alternative to that is doctrinally confusing. Yeah. Uh, especially think of someone that doesn't have very mature doctrine about what the church is. And unfortunately, other churches are not helping in this where they will call their live stream online church. An online campus. Or an, an online, online campus church, yep. or, you know, um, and... Commun- you can attend online. Right, right. And communicate that that's somehow 
the same thing. We just don't want to be confusing. We don't want no. to be confusing for our witness to non-believers. Yeah. Um, so that's one kind of higher level reason. But yeah, I think, uh, and I get it. There are lots of things in this world that are competing for your priorities. And when a live stream affords you the opportunity to say, uh, make a choice about your weekend travel. Mm-hmm. that doesn't really prioritize the gathering of yourself together with the yeah. saints. It's just really easy to say, yeah, we're going to take another another weekend away yeah. um, because, you know what, we can, in our Airbnb where we're staying, we can just sit down on Sunday morning and watch it, and it'll right. be like the same thing. Or you had a late night, Saturday night, kids are tired, Sunday morning. It's a hectic morning. Yeah, uh, let's, let's just, just let's stay in our PJs and turn it on here it on. and do that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm sad to say this, but I know of examples in our church of people that— are struggling with that and yeah. have even, you know, I have had people even confess, um, they're, they got comfortable yeah. not coming on Sunday mornings. Got used to it. Not because they had any health concerns, but it was, it's just easier, it's just yeah. easier in the rhythm. And we hadn't seen them in months, yeah. you know? And so as elders, we're going around following up with, Hey, where have you, we haven't yep. seen you. Are you okay? Is everything fine? And they say, yeah, you know, it's just been, uh, it's just been really easy to kind of get disconnected and to not come. So we are seeing many, many sheep in our flock suffering that way right. um, because we've given them this this out yeah. and I understand that on one level I mean yeah. we're all weak and this is a a crutch that we're kind of allowing people to use yeah, that's, that's right that's keeping yeah, we're, atrophied. we're stopping it because it's not church and and some of our people have treated it like it is church yeah. like it is the same as the gathering yeah I think about um, uh, men and women who go off to war and have the opportunity to FaceTime loved right. ones yeah um we would say that during COVID, we were in wartime where we had to FaceTime one another mm. just to s- stay connected. And yeah. I know that those men and women uh, across the world, they're grateful for that technology to right. see their loved ones, to see their children, to speak to them. Yep. But they would not stay if they had the option. It's not the same. You would not just continue to FaceTime with they your know. family if you could come back yeah. and be with them. So yeah. when the Bible talks about the church as a household, mm-hmm. uh, you, would, you wouldn't be just content to FaceTime all the members of your family. Yep every every evening for dinner right and say oh we had dinner together right no yeah you wouldn't uh if, if it's we're called the bride of christ so we have we have like a, a marriage relationship we right. covenant together yeah. in a, a a relationship with each other uh, a husband and wife would not say that they have the same level of communion and intimacy right over facetime yeah that's right and to think of a different perspective on that covenantal aspect of what the church is, uh, we have also heard of examples of people who live in other cities yeah. in the country who uh, have foregone covenanting with a church in their city, a yeah. local church, because they have the opportunity to live stream our service to every watch Sunday. DSC content. And I get it. Ryan's better than most preachers that you could find yeah. in another city in town. Yeah, but, but Chase, you know, somebody could say, more people are hearing the gospel. Don't we want more people to, to hear the gospel? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that's a, a great question. Um, I would say one thing, we're recording all of these. We're still going to, so we're just going back to the way that we were. So our, and I agree, like posting stuff online is a great way of getting the gospel out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that when we're giving a confusing presentation of what the church is, that can actually confuse what our understanding of the gospel is. And so how helpful are we being in our gospel witness when we're being confusing about what the nature of the church is? Right. And so we ought to be very careful about that. And then again, there's a difference between, uh, and 
how <laughs> I have met so many people who have become Christians because they've found like Paul Washer sermons on YouTube right. or something, you know, yeah. like that's great, but mm-hmm. we would not want their growth as a disciple of Christ to continue to be on YouTube. Right. We would want them to get connected. Which is to, a website you can post videos. Right. It's on. YouTube.com. Yeah. It's a website. Yeah. Uh, but. You wouldn't yeah. want them to stay online. We would right. we would encourage them to find a church. I mean, we, we do this. People will email us from around the world, literally, and they'll say, hey, I've found you guys. This is really good. I'm trying to find a church like yours. Can you help me do yeah. that? And we do everything we can to help them get yep. connected because the church is incarnational. The church is in That's flesh. Right. The, the spirit dwells in human bodies, yep. not in pixels. That's right. And so we want to connect people with local bodies. Um, even if the preaching's not Ryan Kelly level quality, if they're preaching the word, that's, that's right. where the power is. It's not in Ryan Kelly. It's not in your music. It's, that's right. it's in being with believers where the spirit of God dwells. And yeah, if we are offering this out for other people around the world to, um, neglect where they spend their time on Sunday mornings with real Christians because it's, you know, more enjoyable for them to watch online. I just don't think that's worth it. That's right. Yeah. If we're hindering someone from joining a local congregation in Oklahoma or Wisconsin or Florida, uh, because they, they enjoy DSC content, then we're actually doing them a disservice uh, spiritually. Um, because yeah, if it's just about receiving content, if it's just about getting good sermons and good music, right. I mean, good, we could just play all the best John Piper sermons yeah, or I mean, Paul Washer, and and we could play the best music. Mm-hmm. Um, we wouldn't even need you wouldn't need me and Ryan and, and, and any any of our staff yeah. or actual pastors. Yeah, yeah, that's not what it's about. It's right. about a relationship, and it's about a community uh, fellowshipping together in yeah. person, right. in a place, in a time, right. um, where where the Holy Spirit uh, dwells and God's present. God's presence dwells and is manifested in a special way when right. we come together. Yeah. Anyone who was at our Lord's Supper service last night knows that mm-hmm. that that it was different right. than than watching anything yeah. online. Yeah, right. Um, so it's just it's so important to remember, uh, like you said, what the church is. It is a, it is an assembly. It is a gathering, a physical gathering, uh, and then what it does when it comes together. Um, and the live stream has. Um, while it's been good for those with legitimate concerns and good in a, in a, a to a certain extent, I want to speak to that. I think it's actually, it's actually potentially harmed some shut-ins as well, mm. uh, and harmed and harmed our church. But I think it's, um, uh, yeah, it's, I think it, we're at a point now where it's, it's hurting more than it's helping. Uh, and one, in one way, I think it could potentially make, um, more shut-ins. Mm. Um, so I want to be sensitive. Let's say homebound, because shut-in implies maybe they have chosen to keep themselves in the house. But I think homebound says for legitimate reasons, you can't leave the house. Sure. Yeah. Homebound also makes me think that they're dying, like imminently dying. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So either way, whatever we want to call uh-huh. them, people that, that legitimately physically cannot right. leave their house and gather with, with a local congregation, um, I think we've created potentially more quote-unquote... Yeah. homebound or shut-ins right. um, because, uh, because like you said, it just became easier yeah. to, not, to yeah. not gather because they felt like, oh, we're getting this really good-looking live stream. We're hearing yeah. the sermons. We're hearing the singing. We can sing in our homes. Isn't it the same thing? Yeah. And, and I think that's where, you know, the heart's deceitful. It's confused. Above all things, and we are always looking for ways to come out from under right discipline. Yeah. You know, the, the, the discipline's hard. Uh, doing, yep. doing the things... 
that are necessary um, but not convenient. That's yeah. that's. I think this has harmed our our college students. I've heard of college students that yeah. that have gone off to college right. but not joined a local congregation because right. they can they can keep getting DSC live stream. Right. I think this has harmed people who have been, maybe been on the fence about their membership to DSC uh, because. They're going, they're church shopping, mm-hmm. but they can still get DSC content. So they still feel quote unquote connected right. to the life of our church. Um, so there's just, there, and there's a number of those. And and these, yeah, these examples that we're bringing up, these are all real life examples. Oh, like yeah. We're not speculating. Yep. We have, uh, as part of our shepherding work, been just working really hard, especially over the last year to yeah. find everybody in our church, go through our directory. Where, where are you people? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. And it's just coming up a lot, so much yeah. so that, uh, yes, there are legitimately people we know in our church, members in our church, um, and and we have been learning about more of these people through yeah. this process who are legitimately homebound, yeah. and uh, we care for them, That's and we right. really want to keep caring for them, yeah. but um, the people who are being hurt by this, who are not legitimately homebound, and I was what I was saying about the deceitfulness of our hearts, I think that there are some people who... This is having the live stream is enough to kind of push them over and to say, yeah, yeah. I've got a condition, but yeah. really, I mean, yeah. there, and, and again, I'm not your doctor. I right. don't know, you know, but, um, but again, sometimes these disciplines are just hard, they're just inconvenient and, yeah. and you are to push through there. And we want to be sympathetic and every That's one right. of these is case by case, but, um, the overall harm that we have seen this causing mm-hmm. far outweighs the handful of people that I think are hurt by, ending the live stream on Sunday morning. Right. Hurt, hurt. Yeah. I'd even put hurt in quotes um, because um, hurt maybe because they got used to it. Um, So I think the pushback that we've gotten at the discontinuation of the live stream has just been further proof that we just have a lot of work to do in our church to understand uh, what the gathering is and what it's for In, in the entirety of church history. Um, there has been people that are homebound and unable to gather yeah. uh, with the local congregation. And they and, lament that, right? It's, it's and it sad. Is, it, it's, is a, it is a bitter providence, yeah. as we've talked about. Yeah. Um, I mean, David, there's psalms, about, ideal. there's yep. psalms about David not being able to gather, you know, to, be, for it, to right. be in the house. You think of John in Revelation in the island of Patmos, and yeah. the Lord's day is still special to him, and he's yeah. uh, praying in the Spirit, but he's not with the church. And, um, and I think that's part of the beautiful thing about revelation is God gives him a vision of the church universal and how he's a part of that. That's right. Even as he's exiled on an island on the Lord's day. That's right. Um, it's only very recently that we've even had the possibility of something other than that. And, and even if you're watching it online, again, that's not, Paul never would have imagined an an online option. Right. 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 Um, and, but the argument could be, well, why don't we, we have this technology. Why don't we use it? I think we've, we've, hopefully made clear how it's how it's so not the same yeah. and and in this uh during the season of bitter providence that these uh these homebound uh church members are under um it is i think it, a, a misuse of of technology to try to alleviate um all of that mm. i think we can do other things as a church yeah. to uh, and we can do better right. to stay connected with our homebound yeah. members, uh, to minister to them, to care for them, yeah. to help them uh, to stay connected to the life of our church. Yeah. Uh, piping the Sunday morning service into their homes on uh, on Sundays is is not the way. Yeah, uh, that's not the best way yeah. to to do that. Which again, you know, to be clear, it's not that we're not putting out that content to feed the 
we mm-hmm. we're glad that we can provide that content for them. But right, just, but Monday morning is yeah. is is just as good as watching it on Sunday morning because right. you watch it on Sunday morning doesn't make it more church. Right. Doesn't make it more. Yeah, uh, you're more connected. Yeah, simply because you're doing it at the same time, right. but miles away. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is just you that, you know, get it. we've, we have, man, there's so much like post COVID stuff that we have to work out because yeah. there were so many things that we we're doing. Like it's, it's just the same thing. It's, we're still connected. We're doing the, and we just have to yeah. not lose sight of that human incarnational yeah. aspect of that. And you know, this whole thing, like we said, this is, this has helped us learn that there are more That's right. homebound in our church. And we um, still have a lot of work to do and, and to we care do. for them. Yeah. And, and I think, um, yeah. Part of that is just if if you are home, I mean, if you're listening to this and you are homebound or you yeah. know someone that is, um, and we don't know that, yeah. we want to know that, we, yeah. need, we need to know that. And then I think this would be a great uh, deacon position That's in right. our church. Um, and so we should be praying yeah. for that. If, if you think you might be qualified and apt to be the deacon of caring for our homebound, come yeah. talk to us about that. That's or if right. you think you know somebody that would do a good job at that. Like, I think this is very much a, a hole in our ministries that we can fill and, and need I to think fill. as a church leadership, the live stream potentially has made us a little lazy and a little apathetic yeah, toward mm-hmm. our homebound members as well, yeah. because we're like, well, they have the live stream, right? They're getting, you're getting what they need. So yeah. even in our thinking as, yeah. as pastors and leaders, uh, I think we've let some mm-hmm. of our uh, mercy ministry yeah. muscles. Right. There's, there's your th- yeah. triple word score. Uh, <laughs> we've let those muscles atrophy. That's good. And we're not as we're not as sharp and as strong as maybe we once were. Yeah. To care for those, because I I really hope you don't listen to this and he- and hear us say we don't care about our homebound members. Just right. suck it up. Mm-hmm. It, you, it just stinks. Bitter providence. Whatever. Um, no, we do. We really do. And right. actually, us ending the live stream is part of our care for mm-hmm. you because we felt like we have been. Yeah. Uh, this is probably overstating it, but I'm, I'm, I'm used to doing that. I think we've poisoned the well a little bit about what, what the gathering is mm. and, and how you are to, to get uh, connection to the life of our church. And watching it, watching it on a screen um, has done more harm than good, I think. Yeah. And it's there, even for the most extreme cases of homebound, we can do visits. I mean, I've been with you on lots of visits yeah. where you go to people's homes, That's right. you know, and, um, even taking the elements of the Lord's supper, you yeah. know, to, uh, to our homebound. Mm-hmm. And, um, th- these things that are like, yeah, this is not Sunday morning when we're all together, but this yeah. is person to person. This yeah. is real life. We'll go to pray to, to lay hands on and pray for, right. for members who are sick. And, and we can be doing that so much more and, oh, yeah. and want to be. And yeah. I, so I think that's a really good point that it's kind of easy for us to say, check we've got them covered on sunday morning with this live stream and so mm-hmm. this will make us better pastors by saying man yeah. this this structure that we we're all relying on yeah. is no longer there we yeah we shouldn't as pastors we shouldn't view the live stream as us visiting yeah the sick yeah. and the homebound you, you are not going into no, their home through that their was TV not screen. us coming yeah. into your home mm. uh that was again a temporary lifeline uh that that we need to that we need to cut that, yeah. that we've um you don't stay on the life raft Right. Yeah. You eventually you got to reel yourself in and get right. on the boat. The yeah. live stream was the life raft. That's good. Um, the boat is the is the church, the gathering of the church. And for those that that simply cannot get on the boat, uh, we need to do more to go yeah. to those. And I love your idea for a, a deacon, a potential deacon uh, to to oversee that and make mm-hmm. sure that those people aren't falling through the cracks and are getting what they need yep. uh, physically and spiritually. Um, but but just yeah, watching it. Uh, we're just a uh, our culture is inundated with screens and technology, and so I think we've, uh, 
you know, we've gotten a little, little fat and lazy, mm-hmm. uh, all of us, uh, from just the, the ability to use, to use those things as a, um, as a provision, uh, for spiritual information, spiritual formation and growth. Um, and it has not been good yeah. for the church, the capital C church. Yep. Uh, it has not been, uh, a net gain, no, I don't think. No, no. Um, and yeah, we're going to spend the next how many years unraveling that knot that these pandemic conditions imposed on us. But mm-hmm. but we have to do it. It's going to yeah, be hard work, but that's right. and this is step one in that process. Yeah. So for those that are homebound listening, uh, we love you. God sees you. God hears you. God knows you. Uh, he knows what you need. He will provide special grace for you in this season. And we want to do more. And your to, hope is to go in, to you. Yeah, your hope is in heaven. That's your right. hope is in that day when you have a perfectly renewed body and yes. we're all together forever with Jesus. And for those listening that that aren't legitimately homebound, um, you have to do that that uh, yeah. calculus yourself. Um, and maybe your muscles have atrophied. Uh, your gathering muscles mm. have atrophied. Uh, pick pick it up. Mm. Uh, pick it up. Uh, strengthen your hands, mm. strengthen your legs, and and return and return to the good work of gathering with the church um, uh, for worship. Yeah, and it's not just for you. Remember, it's uh, that's right. It's for your brothers and sisters. That's the, the commendation to meet together, to not mm-hmm. neglect gathering together. That's right. Is that we would come and consider how we can stir up one another to love and good works. And you're so as much as it's not us coming into your home through your TV screen, you're not coming to us either. We're not yeah. being stirred up by you. That's right. If you're staying we home, we need you. We need you here. Yep. Amen. Well, please let us know if you have questions. If you are homebound. Um, in this season, even because mm-hmm. uh, we know that things things happen health wise uh, that can put you in a season of not being able to gather, please let us know. Uh, reach out to the elders. Uh, we love you, and we want to care for you. We want to hear from you. Um, but uh, I hope this has been encouraging to you um, and to your family members uh, that are that are seeking to care for those that are homebound in our in our church. Um, it, it takes a church mm-hmm. uh, to do this, and we need to, uh, we need to all put our hands to the plow of caring, uh, loving, and serving one another. So that's all for now. Uh, we'll have another podcast out someday mm-hmm. about something. Uh, but uh, for now, let's keep spreading God's glory broader and deeper. Mm-hmm.